Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Swipe and the City. It is Marie. And you've got Michelle here in uh, Studio B. <laughs> or what did, we, what did we decide to name it? Studio B because uh, of dates for me. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. And we are back on microphones. I hope this sounds so much better than our past few episodes. <laughs> yes, we, uh, we were going through some technical difficulties. So we were recording without mics. Um, yeah, I'm excited to, to listen back to this. I feel like the quality... Got the quality back up there. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. It was it was a lot of fun trying to figure that out. I felt like a tech genius and <laughs> I finally got it. I was like I felt like I should have been wearing like really nerdy, like big fat glasses, but anyways. <laughs> On that note I don't already, like <laughs> On that note, um, it's been a few weeks since we've actually recorded. Uh, I think yeah. some of y'all may or may not know we've both been traveling, so we uh, got ahead of episodes we were still releasing over the last few weeks, but haven't recorded in, I think, probably almost a month. I think so, yeah. I mean, and I haven't seen you in three weeks either. Also that, <laughs> yes. Also that. Um, tell us about your trips. What'd you do? Where'd you go? How was it? Oh boy. Um, I went to Las Vegas first with, uh, it was our, our family, our annual family trip. Um, I think I mentioned it on one of the podcasts. Like I think my mom just lost it. Um, and then it was kind of like we got there and she was like, it hit her how expensive everything is in Vegas. Oh and she, yeah. And she was like, wait, why did I do this? And the three of us, my stepdad, my brother, and I just looked at her and we were like, it was your idea. Like, you just came up with it and bought the tickets. Like, <laughs> But it ended up being fine. I think we actually did a pretty good job of like staying within budget. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the budget was, but like we got Starbucks for breakfast every morning other than like the first one where we went to uh, Hash House and Go-Go. Okay. Which is um, apparently pretty well known there. Um, I accidentally went there the last time I was in Vegas. But yeah, it's, they've got really good. Uh, we had a skillet and it was amazing. Okay. The food okay. in Vegas really is great. <laughs> Did you go to any buffets? I feel like everybody raves about buffets in Vegas. I don't know if that's still a thing. Well, everybody asks that. I honestly didn't see any. And I'm wondering if they're like gone because of COVID. Probably. Like, literally, my therapist asked me. Yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, what buffets? <laughs> I didn't even know it was a Vegas thing. And I was there like four years ago. Yeah, I feel like I've seen. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a few. They're supposed to be like massive. But maybe. Yeah, maybe because of COVID, they put them away, which makes a ton of sense. I mean, mm -hmm. they're probably not the most cleanly to begin with. And then adding in, or I don't know, like a global pandemic. Yeah. yeah plus, they probably lose money honestly depending on the people like charge a set amount and i mean you could you could kind of tell especially in the casinos that like they were hit on some level at least like a year ago um but i think my favorite thing that we did was go to well other than chill by the pool which of course is just my life um we went to the mom museum okay which was so so interesting and like being from Chicago kind of like knowing all the the history there Al Capone um I thought they did a really good job of like starting from really kind of like the origination of like why mobs even exist in the United States um going back to immigration and then through like up hmm. until current day yeah it was 
fascinating that's really cool that sounds like a very wholesome family activity as well (laughs) i mean it's mob so i don't know how wholesome that is and then we went and drank at the speakeasy in the basement afterwards but okay for the the carlson schneiders for sure okay okay um you also went home to chicago for a couple of weeks 10 days Okay. Felt like a few weeks, but it It (laughs) It felt like forever. I was like, are you still there? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, and I was like working remotely too, um, during the day because I mean, anybody that I was going to see was working. So, um, it was kind of weird with that. Um, but it was really fun. I got to see a lot of, uh, like friends and family that I haven't seen in a couple of years. And um, the wedding, which is the reason I went up to up there for, was like fantastic. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Yeah. Um, because it has been so long since I've seen her. Um, but it was it was really fun. Probably one of the most fun weddings I think I've ever been to. That's awesome. Was it so was it like big, small? Did you feel like there were a lot of like um, I don't want to say restrictions, but like. It was, uh, there were like 250 people oh, wow. at the reception. The The ceremony was definitely smaller, but they did because like mm-hmm. they have kids in the church. Okay. So they required masks in the church, but in, uh, during the actual reception, you didn't need to wear a mask. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was like, I mean, the reception itself was kind of like, there was no pandemic that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty similar to the one I went to. It was small, though. I mean, it was like a 60-person wedding. Oh, gosh. And I think the one I'm going to next month is, it might be it might be like 50 people. I think it's like a pretty small wedding, but I'm really excited for that one. It's going to be in Central Oregon, and I'm sure it's just going to be absolutely beautiful. I was, I was just going to say, that sounds gorgeous. But yeah, that's uh, that's been my adventures. That and then Fall Out Boy, which was the happiest I've been <laughs> I know y'all posted so many pictures like little <laughs> videos and I and you were like cross posting too so I was just like seeing it I was like okay she's having fun oh, they're yeah. having a good time that was that was the best last night of any trip I think I've ever taken like, I love that for you I, yeah it was it was just wonderful but how were how were your trip trip not plural how was your trip? <laughs> single trip <laughs> um it was good I went to Maui to see my mom as as you know and I think That's as mom. I mentioned mom's been pretty good she was feeling really adventurous, um, which is awesome. So we went parasailing, Ooh. We, which is really cool. Have you ever done it? I have not. I've done the hang gliding or something. Oh. No, not hang gliding. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what it's called. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> it's like, it's a really wild experience because you kind of just like slowly float up into the air and you're like tied behind a boat. Um, Ziplining, that's the one, sorry. Uh, yes, much different, <laughs> much different. different. You're also in the air, and there are, like, cords involved, right, so, right. you know. Um, so that was really cool, and it was cool to see her just, like, trying new stuff. She's um, not super, like, sporty adventurous, but she, like, got out there, tried it. Um, we did a little paddle boarding. Mm-hmm. Not well, but we did it, and took a surf lesson. Ooh, that sounds very Hawaii. It was very Hawaii, yes. Um, Did you have a cute instructor? No. No, he was a little... opportunity. He was a little methy, to be honest with you. He came off as a little methy. Oh. uh, And definitely was not my type. Last (laughs) time, last time we went, I actually found this instructor on Tinder. No way. Yeah, so this was, like, years ago. Um, so I found this guy on Tinder, and I realized that he is, like, a surf instructor, and he does lessons with his dog, Church. 
And oh, so okay. the first time I went, we got to surf with church. Like I have photos of me with like a pit bull on my surfboard. So dope. That sounds like your ideal. It was, but he he retired or is doing something else, unfortunately. So retired. I mean, he doesn't do lessons anymore oh. that I know of. He but surfs with his dog. Yeah. So we uh we had a little. A different guy he was just he was all over the place it was really interesting and then like um had lots of hawaiian cocktails love it so i'm feeling a little inspired i'm gonna head to the liquor store at some point this weekend and maybe mix some stuff up whoa feel a little inspired probably won't make them as good but i can try <laughs> but yeah it's um it's good to be home though it's nice to to be back with i'm sure you can relate with the pup and uh just kind of being in my own space and chilling trying to get back into the grind i just got back a couple days ago so monday will be my first day back to true reality yeah it's definitely nice uh i mean well i went more or less three weeks without any time to myself yeah and like i like especially like living alone it was obviously not bad like i shared a room with my brother and stuff but like you know it was like literally i'm always with somebody so it yeah it feels great to be home (laughs) yeah it's one of those things that I feel like too because obviously I live alone as well and I think it is one of those things that you don't realize because even you know being my extra like extreme extroverted self I still have that balance and that need and I'm just so used to having like just being in my own space where it can be quiet or I can blast music or whatever it is and so um definitely was was nice the first night getting back and of course had to pop by Frasier's for dinner had to get my chicken chicken fingers fixed oh my god only gone for a week but okay I had to get cilantro for some reason I walked in the door and I was like I'm really craving their fries I have no idea where it came from I mean they hit the spot but of all the things I could crave in Austin that is very random that yeah. is very random. I was also, I came back craving breakfast tacos. So at some, that makes sense. which makes a ton <laughs> of sense. So at some point I'll be hitting up Lazarus for some breakfast tacos. That sounds great. I could use some of those. Love it. Well, on that note, um, we can stop bullshitting. You want to <laughs> intro what we're going to talk about today? Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of you have been asking about my boyfriend um, nobody has been asking. <laughs> Only, just me. <laughs> just Michelle. Nobody has been asking um, because I don't have that much of a platform. Um, but we recently broke up. So I was thinking we could kind of chat through just some, some breakup stuff here. And I do have permission from him to chat about it a little bit because we are on good terms. So... Yeah, where do we start? <laughs> um, maybe for maybe for some context for people who this is like their first episode listening or they haven't, you know, been with us since the beginning, maybe just start with like how like how long y'all were together, how you met, and then we can go from there. Yeah, um, because that episode where we did talk about how we met never aired. <laughs> okay, so well we we met on hinge. Okay, everything happens on Hinge. She's not wrong. <laughs> and we went to another mainstay on the podcast, Lazarus, as a <laughs> the location for our first date. So I'm going to pause for that. Chaz. <laughs> you have to drink when we say Lazarus. I'm sorry. I know you're And frankly, we were both, and you know, we are both, I guess, still 
conscious of our effects on the people around us in terms of coronavirus and uh it really resulted in a lot of uh dating from home (laughs) (laughs) i don't know whether that's really a good or a bad thing but i do think that we are still as a society you know the pandemic threw a curveball but as a society we're still getting used to you know having uh, these applications be the gateway to human connection in some way uh to kind of backtrack a little bit because you asked um about like when we first started dating too um and can i can i tell them what your original nickname was does he even know sure yeah of course so he on his hinge profile um has a photo of him circa like 2009 or something. Or hopefully had. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2006. Yeah. Oh, like a long ass time ago. Our listeners were very concerned about this specific year. So thank you for that clarification. <laughs> also, gold is a metal, not a mineral. <laughs> <laughs> if you were wondering. Um, but yeah, so like circa 2006, which for anybody who listens to Taylor Swift knows that that was like pre her real like claim to fame and this asshole has a photo of him with taylor swift and i i mean and this was also right after she released folklore so i am just living all my taylor swift like vibes and i was like oh my god is this real is that the message you sent (laughs) yeah that is the message i sent I mean, yeah, so if you're wondering whether that's my only saving grace, yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much all I got to offer. That's 14, 14 to fifteen years ago. <laughs> me and Taylor Swift took a photo together. And that's since that's then I've just been using it to get dates. You know what? I'm only half kidding, but like the truth is, though, it does it does cement me as like an OG fan. The only problem is, I also had a signed picture with her Taylor Swift self titled album that I left on top of my car when I drove away that night, and it was it was one of the lowlights of my entire of the entire decade. Frankly, I I made several inquiries on her MySpace, uh, which you know to no avail. Never gonna have that signed pic back, and. I didn't mean to turn this into a sad story, guys, but really, <laughs> I think her acknowledgement and my acknowledgement that Taylor Swift is a very talented artist, I think that that really made an, made an impact in terms of our connection. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift's the, the way to my heart. Who knew? <laughs> Long story short, he was called Taylor Swift guy in my phone at first. Um, and that was what he was known as. I don't think we ever talked about it in the podcast because I was out of town when we first started talking and I saw that photo. And so obviously we weren't recording. And then I think I just didn't bring it up because as we've mentioned in previous episodes, like we don't talk about people we're excited about usually. <laughs> I think we went on two out like proper dates and then it was like, all right, well, like, cool. Like, uh, let's let's go inside. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because I think it is and isn't at the same time a big deal to have someone over to your house. Like, it really kind of depends on what your pace is. How do you have a lot of private stuff? Yeah, we started dating. Um, so you know, pandemic is still. You know, it was a little bit, I guess, more calm when we first started. But then going into the fall, um, things did get a little bit more iffy. So for y'all, again, kind of circling back, now that you're both fully vaccinated, what are some things that you guys have been doing in terms of like going out or, you know, as a couple that you weren't doing before? Spending way too fucking much on ACL tickets. But, I mean, yeah, and then there's Barks for Beers because it's literally just been in the past few weeks that we had our, like, two-week full effectiveness mark. So we've been doing brewery stuff. Luke. The guidance from the CDC came out hours before my vax was official. We didn't really make anything official until, like, January-ish. Um, it was winter. <laughs> um, I like that we're using the seasons like, I, yeah. like, as the measure, but no, go on. Well, my, like my, my concept of time, especially since I've been on vacation for three weeks is very, very lost. Um, not to mention the whole pandemic, which I think has just screwed up everybody's time. Um, but yeah, we, we made it official. So technically we were only like dating officially for about three weeks or three weeks. Um, six months, but I mean, we were both seeing each other and like had communicated that we were seeing each other exclusively for pretty much the whole time that we were together. Um, so, you know, it, it felt like I had been with him for a year, um, even though officially we hadn't been, but, um, this was about two months ago. This was like the end of June now. Um, I could kind of sense that things were different and him and I were both going through a lot just mentally and that definitely made it difficult for both of us honestly to be in a relationship and I really wanted you know him to be able to lean on me a little bit more but um like at the end of the day he he couldn't um and it really just it comes down to what our dear friend Jared Freed always says um it just wasn't the match and the breakup itself was very like non-dramatic which is a very weird thing for me (laughs) yeah um I mean in the relationship honestly like I feel like we had the healthiest relationship that I've ever been in um not that there's a really high bar there but um and and so the breakup itself I think the hardest one of the hardest things for me dealing with it was the fact that like I didn't hate him yeah so it just yeah I was like I don't understand this like it would be in some ways easier if I did hate him um now being like kind of a couple months removed I am glad that I don't Um, because I do think that he's a really good guy and it was difficult for me to talk with my friends about it because I mean, Michelle, you know how girls are whenever like one of our friends is hurt by somebody like that person is now enemy number one Mm -hmm. and 
And, like, I didn't want that. Because I was like, yeah. he's not. He's not a bad guy. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and, of course, like, this is my side of the story. Like, I don't know how much this aligns with, like, his point of view. Um, but, I mean, he did say verbatim we're not the match. And I didn't want to believe it a couple months ago. But I, I do think I believe it now. It's always so interesting like what do they say like hindsight is is twenty twenty, right like it's so interesting because um when I went through my like pretty serious breakup when it first happened I just was like so devastated and we'd been together for so long and then it took getting like you said getting a few weeks getting a couple months out of it getting a little bit of space to then look back and realize how like in our situation like how wildly different our paths were gonna be Mm -hmm. and what we wanted and what we wanted to do and like it's crazy too because our you you mentioned a few months ago noticing that like something felt different Mm -hmm. and it took again like for me looking back to realize that we had been like we'd been unhappy for probably like a solid six months but we were invested and living together and, and everything else and didn't you know we did definitely like truly loved each other so I don't think either of us wanted to see it, but when it came down to it, it's like, um, we are both living like vastly different lives now and we're both, I think, super happy. He actually just got married. So congratulations. I doubt he's listening, but, um, yeah, you never know. That would be, that would be funny. Um, but yeah, so I think looking back on things, you, you see more than when you're like in the situation. Yeah. I mean, well, and you saw me like probably what, like a week after it happened, um, less than a week, I think. And I mean, I was crying at Frazier's, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I probably did cry for a solid three to four weeks. Um, still listening to Taylor Swift, even though like some of those songs do remind me of him. But like now, it's kind of like fondly, and I'm not like you know tearing up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think too, you know, definitely like going out of town helped. Um, being with my family really, really helped. Um, and I, I did see him last night. We met up for drinks, um, because I was honestly, like, I was just feeling good enough about it to see him. And I gave him his sweater back, which is weirdly liberating for any of you girls out there (laughs) who, um, like, I feel like girls get such a bad reputation for keeping boys like sweatshirts and clothings and stuff. Clothings? Clothings? (laughs) (laughs) Plural. That is plural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the oversized t-shirts and like all that stuff. And, um, like it is so, I've always been the kind of girl that like, you know, yeah, I'll probably have like some t-shirts or sweatshirts or whatever while we're together. But if we break up, I will give it back. Yeah. Um, there were only two things that like slipped through the cracks and like one of them was an accident. The other one kind of <laughs> wasn't, but, <laughs> um, and I still wear that t-shirt too. <laughs> sorry. Um, Oops. But it's comfy. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's really, it feels kind of like you're giving them back their point in your life or I don't know. There's, there has to be some kind of metaphorical thing that like giving them their clothing back helps with. Well, I mean, I think it's, um I got what you're trying to say in terms of like creating a metaphor for it but I mean I think it's just like it's just that closure it's just Mm -hmm. it's 
removing some of those ties, right, and those reminders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. That just reminded me. I have a bad. I've uh, when I went to see Dad Bod, oh, he no. let me. He had to let me borrow a bag to bring all that beer back from Denver. Oh, yeah. And I still have it because I haven't seen him. That might be one. I like of the don't know what to, to keep. I don't know what to do with it. Like I don't want to throw it away, but we're not on like speaking terms. So, Dad Bod, if you're listening, um, I'd like to give your bag back if you want it. Full disclosure: she does not want maybe, to keep the suitcase. Maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll just donate it. I don't know. It's been it's been like six. No, yeah, what month are we in August? Now. It's been eight months. Like. I highly doubt he's going to hit me up and be like, hey, by the way, can I get that Southwest Airlines bag back? Like, I don't think it had that special of a place in his heart. I mean, if it's a Southwest Airlines bag, he probably had it because his bag was like overweight or something. I think that's exactly it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason to get airline shit. (laughs) Um, So we talked about, you mentioned travel. What, like, what in this situation or in past situations are some of the things that you've done to kind of work through a breakup before or even this time? I mean, the biggest thing that I do is write. Um, and usually in like the form of a letter to the person, um, I may or may not send it. It depends on how like disgusting it is. Um, so I did actually, I wrote a couple drafts and he was, he was nice enough to like want to give me that closure too. Um, so, you know, we had the whole conversation about it. I wrote him a letter. I actually did snail mail it, even though we live in the same city. <laughs> and he, I, I asked him a couple of questions and he responded, um, you know, one of which was, you know, he had mentioned in the breakup, like, do you think we'll get back together? Like, were you just saying that to soften the blow? Um, and so that was where, like, it did really hurt to see, you know, no... I think I was just saying, he's like, I wasn't really just saying it. Um, but now that I've been, now that it's been some time that we've been separated, like, I really do believe that we're not the match. And that was hard. Um, and that kind of like haunted me for a while. And like I said, like, I didn't want to believe it. And it didn't help that, like, talking to my mom about it, she's like, well, maybe you'll get back together. Um, I feel like... Still, I think, thinks that. And I feel like that always... Like, people always have good intentions with that. But I kind of feel like that's, like, one of the worst things you can say to someone. Because you're trying to make them feel better, but it's not... Like, it's usually not reality. Right. Um, And again, it always comes from a good place. Always. But I do think that, like, being mindful of that, that it just can create and, like, prolong... Because the thing about it is you just... You won't get over it. Right. You have to... You have to work through it. You have to work through those feelings, like... And allow yourself to be sad, mad, hurt, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's grieving just like when you, you know, when somebody passes away, um, there, you're literally grieving the person leaving your life in the capacity that they were there. Um, and you know, I definitely needed that too, because I needed to hear, like, I would have definitely held on knowing me, like knowing that this was you know, probably the best relationship that I've had for as short as it was, like it served, it served a purpose in a way, like now that I'm thinking about it, like, I feel like it showed me that I can be in a relationship that I can still have my own life and that I can still fully be myself and be happy and not have it be some like 
crazy toxic situation because frankly that's a big reason why like I've stayed single for so long yeah and I think that's awesome and I think that you know keeping in mind too every relationship does have its place whether it's a situationship (laughs) or whatever I mean like um the situation I had back in kind of like winter late winter um (laughs) fall into winter um we talked about this a little bit but Mm -hmm. it was one of the first times since my long-term relationship that someone has actually gotten me to open up a little bit more emotionally and to actually like talk about feelings and um things like that and so it was a reminder that like okay I I can be open I can be vulnerable and um and that ended on like a positive note he was just moving eight hours away and I was like (laughs) absolutely not i I'm a Scorpio. I need way too much attention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, yeah, it's, we could, we could, we, sh- we definitely should do an episode about long distance relationships. Um, I'm surprised we haven't yet, but yeah, that's, that's like a whole different can of worms there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned writing. That's really interesting. Um, I like the, I like the letter thing. I think that I've heard other people do something similar, um, and whether, again, whether they send it or not, just, like, getting those feelings out there. Um, trying to think. Other, like, other ways I've had, like, healthy coping through breakups. Um, I would say definitely just, like, getting active, moving, and trying new things. Yeah. I think is such a great way to, because when you're in a relationship, no matter what, you shift and mold a bit to that person's life, right? Because you're a unit. Um, and so I think breaking away from that and trying things you've never done before, trying like, and if you picked up a new hobby in a relationship, that's awesome. Keep it like, don't get rid of it just because of that. If it's something you actually like to do. Um, but I think getting active and, and yeah, like, I don't know, pick up a new hobby. Yeah. And I mean, I was like working through, um, you know, I've talked about it on the show before, like, you know, my depression Mm -hmm. and. Um, obviously like I'm still seeing my therapist. Um, thank you, Larry. (laughs) Um, you know, and I've started like painting and that's another way that I like kind of is my outlet. Um, that feels really good. And I'm definitely not going to just like stop doing those things now that I am feeling a little bit better. Um, it's, it's a little weird getting back into some of the healthy, like routines and habits that I had started like after him and I initially got in like this fight basically over where we were at mentally it was a whole thing um and that was kind of the turning point for the relationship but that was also a turning point for me and really wanting to get my mental health better um so it was kind of a push that I needed like that wake-up call and yeah, now that I'm, I'm like, I have not been waking up at six. I am not taking Luna on 30 minute walks. Like I, I'm looking forward to starting the new week now that like I'm, I'm starting to kind of readjust to life, um, starting the new week on Monday and just like getting back into it. Yeah. As you were mentioning that, I was looking at your little habit tracker and I was like, I need to get one of those. Amazon. And that one's still from July because I haven't switched it over. I mean, that's okay though. You were basically gone for all of August. So it's not really a time to try to have habits. Like, well, I have a lot of respect for the people that keep their like their routine on trips. That is absolutely not me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the one routine, like I was still like, get, I wasn't getting up at 6am, but I was still waking up relatively early. I mean, in Vegas, I was in bed before 11 every night. 
that's hilarious have you ever heard anything more on brand for me no (laughs) but I will say um in Maui I think there was only one night that I was up past 11 well that's a five hour time difference right (laughs) so that's what like 4 a.m yeah yeah I I think you're fine I think it I think it makes sense yeah but um Cool. I don't know. I'm trying to think about like what are some other areas around breakups, like maybe just general do's and don'ts. What would you say? What's like a do and a don't that you would just say in general for people going through a breakup? Um, do like really, truly take a look in the mirror, even though it's hard because and, and if you need a therapist, if you need a friend that you really trust, um, I feel like you have to really, like, once you're done crying, like, really take a look at, like, okay, well, now that I'm out of it, what did I like about this person? What did I not like about this person? Like, I literally made a list. And this is just because I'm, like, anal. But, like, I made a list of everything that I like about him and, you know, the reasons why... Um, you know, I, I relate like I and we loved each other, but um, yeah, like things I loved about him. I don't think I made a list about things I hate about him. Um, but then I also because one of the things that he had brought up was just like being friends after this, which I feel like most people are like, no, 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 no. Um, I wrote out a list of like reasons why I would want to be friends with him without the relationship. And then boundaries that I think we should have um which I feel like helped me to really visualize it versus you know going into seeing him yesterday and like losing all control you know like I had this like set vision in my head um but yeah I mean don't don't like don't be friends with them if you don't think you can handle it but also like I feel like when people kind of go off on their ex um I think that only makes things worse I'm trying to think of a specific example I don't know but there was this one time I tried to be friends with an ex and we just ended up having sex and it made (laughs) and like we literally like we actually went to the Green Day show together um here in Austin uh which was fantastic like they were so good but like it was like a date and we were acting like we were together and yeah. like, that did not help yeah yeah in my experience there's just like there's typically just too there's just too much there you know and especially like a longer term or just a serious relationship it doesn't have to be that long you like there's always going to be a part of you right that not necessarily has has those feelings but um, when you like see that person, I feel like there's always going to be some sort of r- emotional response. Yeah. And yeah, I think in general, the, the being friends thing doesn't work for most people. Mm-hmm. I think with, with like situationships, it's a little bit different, um, yeah. or things like that. Like, I think, I think we both have some friends that we've like had a situation <laughs> with, um, that were like, just, nice, just right? cool now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah and don't I think too like do so I already said definitely like finding new hobbies getting active um I like what you said about looking in the mirror and looking at like what you 
um, liked about them. I think also without being too self-critical, right? Like not going into the, oh, I'm a piece of shit or unlovable or whatever, all these things that are, we do in our heads, but like, but looking at, you know, who you were in that relationship, looking at how you treated that person, looking at if they do bring up like valid things during the breakup or there's a big fight, looking at, you know, maybe your own behaviors and just understanding if there's like room for improvement in, you know, how you treat a partner or like the kind of person you want to be in a relationship, Mm -hmm. um, I think is important period or just, yeah, or just be (laughs) the kind of a person you want to be. Um, so I think that's something too, that's really important is that reflection. And, of course, like having a therapist, having a professional to like help you work through that in a way that's healthy and not just like beating yourself up, I think is super important. Well, yeah. And I think, I think it would be really difficult to move into another relationship or even like a situationship, like fuck buddy type thing or whatever. I think it would be really difficult to do that if you didn't actually take the time to like look at yourself and be like, okay, well, you know, what can I do better? Like, what do I want? And like, that's something that I've kind of thought about with every like, you know, major, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, major relationship that I've been in. Um, And it's taught me something different each time. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's lighten the mood a little bit okay um if you want to play our uh swipe life swipe life oh my god what is wrong with me today well give give us some grace like it is our first (laughs) time recording in about a month so we're a little rough here um yeah swipe right or swipe left yeah let's pull up some prompts all right um and for those of you who have not um heard this game before and i don't this might even be depending on when we release this, this might be the first time we introduce it, actually. (laughs) Um, We've invented a game (laughs) where basically we pull prompts from Hinge, which if you're not on the dating apps, basically it asks the user a question to add to their profile, and and then you have to finish it. So it's like it starts, like there's a sentence beginning, and then you finish it with whatever you think. Um, And, you know, there are some really interesting choices that people make and i think there are some controversial ones so um yeah well let's do this one because we were kind of touching on it earlier um what i order for the table brussels sprouts that's gonna be a no for me dog (laughs) so i would i would swipe left on that one because so i i like brussels sprouts i love especially if i'm not the one cooking them (laughs) And when I say cooking, I mean I buy frozen ones and I microwave them. That's how I, like, prep my veggies. Yes, I know. Wifey material. <laughs> me to me. Why? Me to me. Why am I single? Like, eats frozen vegetables as a 29-year-old woman. Um, I just think Brussels sprouts, like, assuming, assuming we're ordering for the table without asking people what they actually want, right? I feel like Brussels sprouts are like you mentioned earlier like you either love them or you hate them and I just like don't think that that's a crowd pleaser that's a fair point um I mean I don't I don't know I I don't even know if I can be neutral to this I love Brussels sprouts too though I think my stipulation would be it depends on the way they're cooked because um what is the name there's 
there's this bar slash restaurant that we used to go to all the time that was like kitty corner of our office at GoDaddy. Um, somebody who's listening from GoDaddy, let me know what it's called because I can't remember and it's going to bug me. But they had these like Brussels sprouts that were sauteed or cooked in some kind of like bacon, not bacon grease, but like a bacon oil with like bacon bits. And even if you don't like Brussels sprouts, like people I knew that didn't like them liked that because bacon. That is a good that is a good point. And that is typically like how they're prepped at a, at a restaurant. And you feel like it's usually Brussels and bake, uh, bacon or like they're covered in cheese or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that is a fair point. I think it's still a left for me. <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing would be like if it were a date, I might say no because it's going to get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. So, Michelle, you want to pick the next one? Yeah, but are you swiping left or right on the bus- Brussels sprouts? I guess I'm going to have to swipe right. Okay. Okay. Just to be oppositional of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, home again. Um... these are funny uh okay you should not go out with me if you're scared of getting into trouble I feel like you wrote that is that on your hinge I (laughs) did you find me on a hinge (laughs) you would you're like I would swipe left on you as a human um I I uh, this probably wouldn't be my like the decision making prompt Mm -hmm. but I would probably swipe right on that it's intriguing it's intriguing and I am I'm game for a little bit of trouble that sounds right for you game for a little bit of uh, a little shit show here and there (laughs) um I also I do think actually I do like this one because it is a conversation starter right so like there's a lot like if you want to be playful there's a lot of ways that you could respond to this true and then like learn about someone's banter that's that's a fair point i think i would swipe left though because to me i just feel like that's a fuckboy thing to say absolutely well (laughs) and i mean that's just for me like that's just not where i'm at you know what i mean like i probably won't date again for a while because i'd rather have something like more serious so um don't slide in guys (laughs) but yeah that's why I mean it just strikes me as like kind of douchey yeah it's a little douchey (laughs) I think again like it's hard when we're just looking at one Mm -hmm. one prompt that's half the fun though well that right that's like the point (laughs) um you want to pick the next one um let's oh let's let's do this one because you know All right. What if I told you that unicorns do exist? I was actually born and raised in Austin. Unicorn emoji. Let's face it. You almost certainly just recently moved here like everyone else. This is a left for me. I feel like that's first of all, like who gives a shit? A lot of people were born and raised in Austin. I don't understand. Like it's why it's such a big fucking deal. That was so Portland is like that as well, where before I moved here, I was born and raised there and it was like, I guess, rare to some people. But I also feel like the second part of this feels really condescending. Completely. And I'm not here for it. If he just kept it, he or she kept it at that first part and ended at the unicorn emoji, like it would be just like every other guy who was born, guy or girl who was born born and raised in Austin. Like... It kind of annoys me. 
So, yeah, I'd be left, too. Yeah. I think, too, like, going to, like, best practices and tips, keeping in mind, like, Marie and I are very sarcastic people, but keeping in mind that typically doesn't translate well over text or in prompt responses, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of sound like an asshole. Yeah, and, like, to be honest with you, since I've been on the apps um, in Austin... I don't think born and raised in Austin really is as rare as people think because I see this a lot. <laughs> like this is this is a pretty common prompt. It's almost as common as what I order for the table chips and guac. Oh my gosh, that reminds <laughs> me. Shoot, I didn't add it to, to Slack. Actually, I'll save it for tonight. I have a funny profile for you. Ooh, can't wait. I'll save it for for later. That well. sounds weird, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep it in my pocket for the show. <laughs> When y'all hear this episode, we'll have just gotten done um, with our first live show, which is why we didn't plug it to come to it, because this will be after. It's over. Um, But yeah, really excited to to chat through that and then um, potentially look at doing some more events here coming, going into the fall. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I feel like this is going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting fall for us. Who fucking knows? Oh, speaking of fall... I think we should also start to kind of tease out. Um, we are, I know I just saw your face. Um, so we will be giving away a free ticket to join us at the Jared Freed show when he comes to Austin. It's going to be the first Friday in October. So if you are interested in seeing our, you know, idol. <laughs> our best friend, yeah, Uncle Uncle Jared. Oh my God. Um, if you're interested in seeing him then keep an eye on our Instagram because we will be announcing how we're gonna have that contest Um, but I'm so stoked did you hear he just added more more shows to Austin too I didn't but I'm glad that we got tickets early me too I uh I subscribed to their podcast with benefits you up with benefits oh okay oh wow I usually like binge listen sometime during the week anyway so but i i do uh i've been meaning to sign up for his patreon also feels right for you plus it's just nice to support like people are out here a lot of people don't realize how much it takes to like create content even Mm -hmm. this podcast which we release like an hour a week and we do a couple of instagram posts a week like there's a lot that goes into it so for the people who are doing this full time or doing like multiple shows and touring and all that like props to y'all you're doing amazing and hopefully getting the support that you should yeah. be. Some sponsorships, which uh, we're open, guys. Um. <laughs> yeah. We have some slots. Yep. Well, on that note, Michelle, where can people find us? Across uh, platforms, swipe in the city. And then you can find me at mcraigpdx. Uh, feel free to slide into my DMs. Just know that doesn't guarantee you'll get a response. <laughs> Um, and I am at Marie R. Carlson on Instagram. Um, well, all platforms, but I really only look at Instagram. And same same deal. You can slide in, but I may or may not read it. It may be talked about on our Shit Guys Say show. Yeah, so do, do keep that in mind if you're going to slide in. <laughs> I hope we just scared a lot of guys off from sliding in. Awesome. Cheers, y'all. Bye.